0: Let me ask you guys a question. How many people out there, when you hear somebody has a cat, makes you want to run for the hills? I'm saying that to guys specifically, although I'm sure there are a lot of girls out there. How much judgment is there when you hear someone has a cat? Well, you know how I feel about that. Today, I'm about to change your mind about Botox, fillers, cat lovers, men that look like cats, and men that are married and still Let's face it, getting older sucks. Getting older in the age of social media is even worse. Do you hate it when people tell you to age gracefully? Do you want to know how to live your best life at any age? Well, so do we. First rule, don't call me ma'am. Now, here's Jody Miller. Hey everyone, this is Jody Miller and this is Don't Call Me Ma'am, Don't Fucking Call Me Ma'am. Today I'm really excited because this guest is, yep, you guessed it, one of my best friends. I know I have a lot of best friends. Um, it's just, you know, who I am, but she really is. Uh, I love this girl. She is a comedian, a writer, an influencer. She is also uh, a cat owner. So again, like, do I have to tell you guys? I mean, you know. She. Uh, she's just an all-around pretty swell gal and she's got a rockin' body so you know i hang out with her because she makes me look good uh, everybody put your hands together that's right pull your car over stop driving and start clapping right now for ariel kashanshi
1: yay hi Hey, meow. See, now let's actually, speak, yes. let's speak properly. Let's speak properly.
0: I'm sorry. Hi, meow. Meow. That's actually how I know some of you are vomiting right now. Yeah. But that is exactly how we greet each other when we answer the phone. It's like,
1: hi, meow. And we use the word like the Smurfs use the word Smurf. Oh, right. Yeah. We do use it like that. Yeah. I just thought
0: we created our own. I forgot about Smurfs.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, they, uh, they inspired us, I think.
0: Oh, all right. Well, that's fair. Actually, I didn't watch the Smurfs growing up. Oh, you didn't? No, I wasn't a Smurf person.
1: Ah, oh. that's
0: Smurfette. What was what your a cartoon?
1: Um, I never identified with Smurfette either.
0: God, you know, I don't. What cartoons did I watch? I don't even remember now. I get—I watched like Scooby Doo, you know, Saturday
1: mornings. Um, Scooby Doo was great because it was like an intro to being a stoner. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. You, know? now you they were always you stoned. are a cannabis.
0: Uh, Lover, uh, lover. Aficionado. Exactly. We'll be talking about that. Um, I'm not. I mean, you've definitely opened my eyes to stuff like that. Um, but no, I mean, you know what's interesting about cartoons is that they you never really age out of the cartoons. I mean, obviously Bugs Bunny, Woody Woodpecker. I mean, those things, those cartoons have been around. The Flintstones, Hanna-Barbera, any of that stuff has been around, you know, for like 50 years
1: Probably longer.
0: Probably longer, but, like, the Jetsons, all that stuff. But oh, I bet you kids today still watch that, right? I, they don't, like, You think it they out. watch
1: the Jetsons? Maybe not the Jetsons. Now they're like, this is supposed to be the future? <laughs> Please, their I'm, technology is so
0: behind. Think, actually, no. I feel like we're finally catching up as far as, like... Remember in the Jetsons, though, like, Judy? Like, she could just, like, have her closet with Rotate and just throw outfits on her. We don't have that yet. Not yet. We do have, like... You know, computers, pretty much, or robots that can make, make us food. I mean, I don't have one, but... A robot that makes food? Yes. Does that exist? Yes, it does, What's I work on a trivia show. Okay, yes. So you can get a robot that will chop the food. Yep. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a hotel in Japan that have different... <sighs> you have to look it up. I looked it up. Uh, They have different robots that handle different things. They have a dinosaur robot as a concierge. They have a very realistic woman. It's it's very creepy uh, at the front desk. It's like really fucking creepy, like sex doll creepy. But this is like this hotel is entirely run by uh, robots. There are no humans. No. Wow. I know. We're like this is Terminator talk right now. Like we're about to fucking all die. But anyway, before you die, go
1: to this hotel. What's it called?
0: I don't know. Robot Hotel?
1: (laughs) I don't fucking know. Just look up Robot Hotel. Japanese. Japan, yeah. Robot Hotel. We should go there when we go to Cat Island. Oh, my
0: God. We are going to go to Cat Island. We're going to talk about that. Oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about that. But let's talk about, because the show is called Don't Call Me Ma'am. Ariel is younger than me. Bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) She's younger than me. Uh, You know, it's like, we've got that age gap, but in L.A., I feel like... I never really feel that with you or no. anyone in their, like, 30s for some reason. But most, unless it's early 30s, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, because in L.A., age is just, like, so fluid. Well, it's just, like, everyone's trying to be young. So we all kind of, like, stay. Stay young. Like, in our late 20s. And we do inappropriate things that we shouldn't be doing yeah, when we get older, right? Our bodies yeah. are telling
0: us we shouldn't do it. But, no, I still, yeah. I'm finally at the age—you know what is really interesting— I definitely suffer from FOMO, like, for sure, um, my whole life. I'm always like, I have to go out because I don't want to miss out on anything.
1: I'm but you're also the type that would prefer to stay home. Uh, now I am. Oh, that's a oh, new yeah. thing? Yeah. Because since I've known, well, no, you're right. Actually, since.
0: I used to go out a lot used more. used to go out a lot more. But even before we were friends, because we've only been friends, like, Six years? Five years? I think only like five, four or five years. Yeah, I think yeah. it's been four or five years. So, yeah, no, four years because it was when I was uh, dating my ex that we, remember we went to Vegas? <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Remember you came and she stayed with me in the hotel room. We did facial masks. On, and then she like read me because she also reads coffee grinds, Turkish coffee. Um, we should have had some. And then you oh, could have read it. That, that fun. would have been really good. We can all, we just, I mean, they can't see us. We can just fucking right. pretend. Yeah, we can pretend. <laughs>
1: oh my God. Um, Let me see. What do I see here no, what, what, coffee? But I remember
0: we sat down and you were telling me all sorts oh, yeah. of stuff. Um, I can't remember now uh, if any of it came true. I'm sure some of it came. <laughs> I am <hope but> so. <laughs> I'm sure, so do I. I'm sure it was a good one. But, um, I feel like yeah. Before that, I mean, when I was, especially in my twenties, and definitely in my thirties, for the most part, I I was out almost every night of the week. I also was a bartender for a very long time, to- long period of time, and then I was in comedy, so I was just always out. I was going, getting up a lot more because I had I was working during the day, freelancing. So now, I mean, I was yes. So I had all my nights free. Now I work a job that I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and also just getting older, you just can't keep up with that lifestyle. But I used to. I mean, I was just out every night because I just didn't want to miss anything. And I still suffer from that. You know what I mean? Even when I want to stay in, for the most part, I'm like, what is everybody else doing? Like, I've gotten better about it. But yes, Mm -hmm. I do enjoy staying in. I think when you make a nice home for yourself, you—for me anyway, I like being at my house and cooking and, you know, wrapping up. And what's the— what kind of fashion and decoration? What is it called? Um, Haute? Oh, haute. oh my God. Wait. Haute couture? No. No, 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 no. That's just high it's fashion.
1: Hig, Hig, or Hig. Hig. It's spelled like H-Y-G-G. Oh, right. I think it's like Haiga or something. And it describes just like cozy stuff. Yeah.
0: Like shag rugs, cozy fuzzy sweaters. Yeah. That's totally me. It's like very cozy yes. chic.
1: What is it? Swedish? I think it's Swedish. <laughs> Yeah, one of those countries where everyone's blonde <laughs> and everyone's happy. Yeah, they're just fucking happy. They're yeah. like,
0: well, we're fucking Swedish and we're yeah. happy and we're hot and we have blonde hair and we just like fucking. And we have a government. cuddly home to go. Yeah, home and our too. government takes care of us. And I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. I'm so happy. How uh, nice for you. I know how very nice. <laughs> um, another great thing though about having in your home is a cat, and you have a new
1: baby kitten. <sighs> I do. I have a beautiful little Persian, maybe rat. Who knows what she is? I got her off Craigslist. Ariel's shop. <laughs> She's a flat-faced... Flat-faced Persian cat. And Ariel is hair.
0: Persian, so that's why you... Yeah, I wanted to stick with my own kind. You should. I mean, you are definitely, I think... What What are you, like,
1: 45% cat? Like, you did your 23 and me. What did it say? I think I was, like, 47% right. feline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. And then the rest is ambiguous. Right. I'm actually
0: 97% Askenazi Jew and uh-huh. 3% Jack Daniels. Wow. wow. Where's the feline in you? I mean, it comes with. I've. It comes with just. Just. I'm 100% feline. I mean, that's just like I'm a cat, but. I'm also. You're an Ashkenazi yes, Jewish, Jewish cat. cat with you, oh, by the way, you can get and uh, you can get these ancestor tests for your cat. Oh, no you joke. can. Yeah, which is the perfect gift to to, to give to a single woman. Um, <laughs> also, by the way, spoiler alert. I'm I'm assuming that your cat is a cat. And here's some cat wine. Well, <laughs> oh my God, we, we made the mistake of getting cat try wine. It, we yeah. went to uh, CatCon. That's a real thing, people, and they were selling cat wine because. What's more depressing than drinking alone? Drinking with your cat. Uh, (laughs) That is, actually, I can't even get on board with that. And my cat couldn't either. My cat's very finicky. I didn't like it. Did Misha
1: like it? She had a few sips, and then she was like, all right, I'm good. (laughs) Although, who knows? Maybe, like, Neo's my new kitten. Maybe she'll be into it. We're just getting to know her. I mean, when is it too early to introduce your cat to cat wine? It's never too early. (laughs) I mean, it's catnip, isn't it? I think it's, like, liquid catnip or something like that. I don't know.
0: By the way, here's the thing. I know you guys are probably listening and thinking these cat women are crazy, but and we are and we are. But we're also we're not any crazier than the dog people out there. Oh my God! They yes, stop, stop yes. with the, the cat shaming. You know y- what I mean? Like, like,
1: I don't take my cat everywhere. No, you don't. I don't. And and. Places where it's inappropriate, like doctor's offices. Nobody says you're a lunatic for bringing your fucking chihuahua to a doctor's office. Exactly. Now, for
0: those of you listening that live outside of Los Angeles, because I have realized just from touring that this doesn't apply to everyone. Not everywhere understands this. L.A. has an epidemic of service animals, so much so that like doctors or, or airlines are cracking down because everybody says that their dog is a service animal so that they can take him everywhere. Restaurants, coffee shops, uh, boutiques i mean in los angeles you see an anim- you see dogs Everywhere. everywhere everywhere you go everywhere. it's everywhere i everywhere. remember when i was growing up if you saw somebody outside with a dog they were either walking the dog or taking it to the vet but out here it is literally everywhere and they'll claim that they're, they're an emotional support animal so that they can get the letter so that they can go into bowling alleys with their pet now here's the thing <laughs> it's great that you want to bring your pet everywhere i'm i'm sorry but i'm not i'm just not a fan of that either that you have to bring your animal everywhere like I, that's why i actually love having a cat like i love my cat But I also want to, like, my cat, just chill out. Go to sleep. Be like a cat at home. Like, I don't want to have to give my pet the the attention 24 hours a day. It's exhausting. That's like having
1: a human. Yes, exactly. You might as well have a human baby. You might as well, exactly.
0: Then I have a real baby. You know what I mean? Like, and I love my cat a lot. But sometimes Jersey will wake up from a nap and he wants to play and I'm like, go back to sleep. That's why I got a cat. Like, you sleep the majority of the day. And then when Mm -hmm. I want to play, I will wake you up, which I do by sticking my face in his tummy. Um, I mean, yeah. Nothing I say to Ariel would shock her uh, about how we talk to our pets. No. And I know you guys are out there right now squeezing your cat or dog face, Ugh. just like squeezing it. God, you know I love mean? a good cat yeah. squeeze. I want to like eat my cat so that I can actually give birth to him again. Aww. You know what I mean? And I say again because I definitely birthed my cat. Was
1: it vaginal or C-section? I don't Oh, we remember. did a C-section. Um. We did a
0: C-section. I can still uh, La- your laugh Vagina is still intact. It really is. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my God, this is where I turn this off. Um, so let's talk about your journey into stand up as far as because when I met you, you had been doing
1: stand up months.
0: Yeah, months. But you were already like, already had that, like,
1: I hate everything perfect comic attitude. Well, I think I've always hated everything. <laughs> I think it was just like I was finally ready to lean into who I right, am. Right. Like, what I love about stand up is that. The parts of my personality that I kind of have to, um, I don't want to say suppress, but you know, the parts, the dormant parts of my personality, the parts that are like maybe considered ugly can be considered funny. They are. That's yeah. what, yes, that's what comedy opens, that's what comedy lends to as far as
0: like a lot of comics. Yeah, these are the people, like, the majority of the people out there would never talk about those sides that they would consider to be ugly, unattractive, freaky, yeah. weird. and on in comedy, they're embraced. So you can get up there and talk about shit that you're like, "Oh my God, nobody's gonna be able to relate to this. And that's the great thing about comedy is that there's somebody in the audience that relates to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they just do. Now, your story doesn't know you like escaped you escaped for your life, your your mother country. My, so many things. <laughs> yeah, yeah you've actually a lot. A lot.
1: Um, so I was born in Iran, mm-hmm. and it was post-revolution. And so um, my family was involved in, God, what can I say on the radio? <laughs> or like, what yeah. is it? You can You say whatever you want. Um, well, that's not going to get—my uh, <laughs> family was involved in some um, anti-government activity. Right. And so we had to escape where they were going to either put us in prison or right. kill us. And I was a baby. And so, like, we paid this guy, this mule, to smuggle us out it's crazy. through the mountains to Turkey. And so, like, on horseback. So we, you know, it was me my parents and my dad's aunt. And so the, what is it, four of us are on horseback going, like, we had to pay this guy half up front and then give him a password when we got to the other side and then he would go to my mother's uncle who had the other half and give like and nobody in the family knew because if they did we would have gotten caught so like my parents couldn't say goodbye to their parents I mean it's only that they never saw anyone again but you know I'm sure that had to be hard for them yeah and so then we lived in Israel right Um. and then moved to the US to Kansas City which is Obviously, the natural, right. I mean, like, the natural choice right after why, Israel is Kansas City. Why wouldn't a group of Persian Jews who escaped Iran, prosecution yes. in Iran Go to then Kansas lived city. in a kibbutz in Israel right. not move to to Kansas fucking city? I mean, it's it's like the logical choice. obviously. And my dad was like <laughs> a bartender and like. My uncle's hillbilly nightclub. It's crazy. Like where there was like line dancing, <laughs> and you would ride a bull. Like it was. I mean, to me, it was amazing. Of course, for a you kid, know, for a that kid. is amazing. Like I loved going there. Of course. We love going to bars oh.
0: when we're young. Remember, like, you just, like, walk into oh. a bar and be like, this is where the adults go. Yes. And you, like, lo- the smell is weird, but you kind of like it. You know what I mean? You're love, like, what is that? Like, to this day, that smell reminds smell. me of my childhood. There's something about, because oh. I was a bartender for a long time, there's something about a smell of a bar in the daytime. I mean, it's, it's like, yes. stale alcohol. And broken dreams. Like cigarettes. And cigarettes. Because smoking was allowed back then. Yeah. yeah I remember. Yeah. married maraschino cherries. There's oh, those are the best. Those are the, the best. Wood. By the way, they're the worst thing for you. The Most cherries. Are like I love them. I can eat a lot of them. They will definitely take five years off your life. But and it's also like all of that fruit. The, very fruit nuclear power plant. Yeah, absolutely. Fruit. It's Chernobyl fruit. <laughs> it's the Chernobyl fruit. Um <laughs> So here you are. Then you moved to, like, you know, the valley. She moved to the valley. Then we moved to L.A.,
1: to the valley. And she perfected her valley girl. I I try so hard to not speak in this accent. Like, I try to end my words at the (laughs) correct time. That was very good. Not linger. Not linger. I try to keep the vocal fries to a minimum. I like it. I try really hard, but... Listen, I had an East Coast
0: accent for a very long time until I went to college, and then my major... I had a double major in uh, broadcast journalism, media communications, and I was going to be a news reporter. And I did my internship at a radio station, and I obviously, you know, wanted to do voice work. So I took a lot of voice and diction classes, where they, you know, bang that yeah, that dialect out because if you if, if you listen to any if you listen to yeah, if yeah. You, but if you listen to any reporter, they don't have any accent, any regional dialect. They're supposed to
1: not have any. Aren't you supposed to have a San Diego accent? Isn't I guess that's that what it's standard? called, I believe. But
0: I they didn't say that when I was in school, I just remember having to read copy from like a hundred yards away or something like you have to pronounce and the dictation was a big thing and just so when then I moved out here Everyone, by the time I moved out here, it was 27. Everyone was like, Where's your East Coast accent?
1: Yeah.
0: No um, accent. And I'm like, Well, you can only check two things at the airport, and I couldn't take that. Um, but when I get drunk, <laughs> it definitely comes out. I don't definitely more. think so. Well, you're usually stoned, so you don't know. Probably, I'm just yeah. Kidding.
1: That's true. No. Um, well, I, no, I still say
0: things like draw. Like, you, I keep my clothes in a draw. I've um, never heard you say draw. Yeah, I do, because everybody points it out. Yeah. Really? When, when do I ever say draw to you? It's not like we're talking about my draws. That's true. Uh, you know what we do talk about? We talk about cattery. Let's talk about cattery because uh, that goes along the lines of being called ma'am. By the way, have you been, you've been called a ma'am, right?
1: I'm sure, yeah. I mean, I try to block it out. Like anything I don't, you know, like the fact that I have gray hairs. I'm like, no, no, no. It's the sun. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> that's what we do. We Although, you know what?
0: My aunt was completely gray at 25. So I don't look at gray hairs as like, oh, you're getting older. I mean, that's just sort of like an unfortunate thing that happens, like depending on your genetics. Because like, I didn't get my first gray hair my mom didn't go gray until much later, and I didn't start getting them until, like, yeah, maybe, like, really late 30s, maybe even 40s. So I was really fortunate with that. But and then again, I don't even know what my face would look like without all the fillers and bullshit. That <laughs> my face. I, the fact that people still call me ma'am, they should be calling me, like, you know— wh- Goddess. Yeah. Well, no, they should be, like, calling me a teenager. They should be, like, where are your parents? I um, mean, you have
1: aged backwards, I am the Benjamin. You are. Button. You're a Benjamin reverse button. Benjamin Button. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm aging backwards. That's right. The right? reverse. Yeah. No, wait. Reverse. No. 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 You are Eng- Benjamin no, Button. No, I am because but- wasn't he yes. born old? Yes. Born old, he and then he went backwards. Like, yes, that's right. So,
0: by the way, that movie. I, mean, I never saw it. I just like it was to a use good it movie. A it was a good movie. But he gets smaller and smaller when he ages backwards. But he does. He is born as a baby, just with an old face. If they were trying to, you know, make it accurate, he would be born as like a full grown old man. Which would have killed his mother? Oh, it it did oh. actually it did kill his mother. I think she died in that movie. That's right. Sorry, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie, then get a life. But um, I'm sorry. Excuse not to you.
1: me. <laughs> but you knew what it was about. I knew what it was about. Um, I didn't know
0: that the mother died. So, yeah, the whole man thing for me is just devastating. Uh, not that my whole existence is wrapped up in my looks, and I don't think anybody's should be. But it doesn't matter what you look like. In your mind, you know what you look like. So. I feel like we kind of like take a certain year in our lives and that's in our mind sort of in, like imprinted like that's the way it's going to look. Like I always look at myself and think of myself in I guess my mid-30s. I think that's where my brain sort of stopped. Like this is what you're always going to look like. So sometimes when I look at myself, I'm like, uh-huh. what the well, how the fuck did this how happen? did this happen? Yeah, because yeah. you just don't think yeah. like you just don't think, you know what I mean? Because you feel younger too. So that's the thing. I've just spent a lot of money keeping my face frozen in a way, but there are some people out there, nothing wrong with it, uh, that have gotten a lot of things to alter their looks. Yeah, they start um, looking like puppets
1: when they overdo it. Right.
0: <laughs> they start definitely looking like puppets or cats, cats. Yeah, especially the men. Let's talk about male, oh, cats. male cats. Male cats. Male cats are your favorite, right? Male cats are
1: my favorite. Wait, so have we explained that we call them cats? Explained. It. Uh, you so, explain it. So when people get too much filler in their face, they start looking very feline, like There's a very specific look, Jocelyn Wildenstein. It's beautiful. It's very. (laughs) I mean, it is obviously. I love the feline look. Well, Jocelyn though is a. She's dubbed the cat lady. I've seen her in person. What? Yeah. Where? At the uh, Beverly Wilshire. She was with. um, I think it was like her fake boyfriend. She has like this like guy that she hangs out with. This male cat who's clearly. Oh my god. Straight.
0: What does she look like in person?
1: Um. Ju- exactly how you would expect. Just her- like you you see her and I actually knew one of her friends. I feel like her face it's not oh, only she, like, Please look her up like, everyone. Shocked. You gasp a I mean don't look bit. her up right now unless you you're going to pause this. And then you're like
0: oh, all right. It, okay. It, but here's the thing she carries herself like she doesn't give a shit, right? No,
1: does not give a shit. And that was
0: the point that I was making when yeah. I had Dr. Amy Sue on here as far as like I've definitely seen women that in my opinion have had way too much work done. But they carry themselves like they are the most beautiful woman on earth. And that's honestly what everybody should do. Like you should love yourself no matter how you look. And if you like having your lips huge and like looking like a feline, I support that and salute it. And good for you. I mean, she's definitely had so much surgery. To me, it just looks unhealthy, like her face is... Her face just got bigger. It almost looks like she added bones into her face. Don't you think? Like, her face looks larger.
1: It's a little disfigured, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't... I My my question is, like, why are these plastic surgeons still performing procedures on her? Well... It's like the women that get... That's a great question. It's like the women that their boobs get so big. If anybody's ever watched Botch, you should watch that too. It's really funny. I mean, like they always have somebody that they don't work on. You know what I mean? It's a great show because they usually help people that have had like, you know, like plastic surgery nightmares or just like they were born with, you know... Like a cleft palate. Yeah, something. Yeah, they they really definitely help. And people that have gone through breast cancer. It is a good show. And then they always have one person that they refuse to fucking help because this person is just like, I need to look exactly like... Barbie, like my waist needs to be like four inches. Want you know what I mean? I have tits need to be but mm-hmm. like so. And they're like, I'm sorry, we can't help you. You need to go see a psychiatrist. So, um but like this one woman, I don't know if she's from England. I can't remember, but she's got the largest breasts in the world, and she's very tiny. Oof. And she wanted more. And oh my! Everyone God. was like, your skin won't support it. They yeah. will. Your skin will rip open. Like, oh yeah, she's gonna rupture. So yeah, she's gonna rupture. Which, that's by like, the way, I wish I could like imagine. That would be a great. The, that video yes. would go viral. We should we should do a Reality show on her, following her uh-huh. around, waiting for that day because it's going to happen. Just Every day could just fill up mettering. a, little bit, more. Like just a, a gas, little bit more,
1: like a pump. Do
0: you? They used to have the pump boobs. Do you remember that? No. Yes, you could just pump up your boobs a little oh, bit but more. A Oh, but it was a bra. Oh, that's. Oh, right. yeah. oh no,
1: no, no! I felt like what they no, had, it, like, where you could pump, but that's air what they do. No, but, actual bra. But that's what they
0: do now with implants. They put them in, and then they put the the solution oh, in it. I, didn't I believe know that. they go in, and then they they get the right CC. Uh-huh. I believe I could be wrong, but I feel like that's definitely a thing. The the pump bra is also huge, which for me it's like I've never needed a padded bra. I'm not going to be like, "Oh my god, feel bad for me. I have really big tits" because my tits are like really heavy and dense and they don't stay up. Like I have to it's very hard for me to wear anything strapless, so
1: I definitely struggle with that. Um, Your boobs are be- better than you think they are. They're perkier than you think they are. But that's everybody. Everyone has right. that body Every- image, where they don't think they look as good as they do. Right.
0: I mean, I am pretty hot. But I mean, like, okay. uh, and right.
1: my cat is also really hot. He's He's a handsome a boy.
0: Um, he also has a nice set of tits. But.
1: Um, <laughs> They're a little saggy. I'm not going to lie. Well,
0: he's 13. I mean, uh, it just comes with age. They, it all comes with I remember, though, being in my 20s. I'm not kidding you. I moved out here. I was 27. So my skin was definitely at its tightest. And I was suffering from allergies, which uh, I'm suffering from today. And... I got a chest x-ray because I was like, I don't understand. What's this breathing? You know, and because I'm Jewish, I was like, it's obviously cancer. You know what I mean? And I was like, I need to like the doctor was like, I think you're suffering from allergies. I'm like, well, I can't tell my Jewish mom that she'll be like, no, it's definitely cancer. Yeah. like Allergies. Is yeah. Bullshit.
1: Give me a better diagnosis. Exactly. Don't
0: just. And he's like, here, take this Claritin. And if it, it's when Claritin was not available over the counter and he gave it to me and then like 24 hours later, I was like, oh, it's allergies. Anyway, we got a chest X- x-ray just to make sure. Uh huh. And I was waiting for the doctor and the technician came in. He put my film up and I saw these two large shadows out of frame, like completely out of frame. But yeah, I saw my ribs and I go, what's that? Like for a second, I thought, oh my God, those are my lungs. They look so dark or whatever. I go, what's that? He goes, oh, those are your breasts. People, my breasts are so fucking heavy and long. They were out of frame of a chest x-ray that's where the at 27 so now if i can tack on several more years and imagine where my tits lay now everyone that's why when i take a sexy photo i'm on my back
1: are you a c or a
0: i'm a double d you're a double d but i really wear d's the majority of the time even though every time i go to victoria's secret they're like you're a 34 double d but i actually usually wear a 34 d but that's why my boobs get oh, like really high and tight a d wow yeah, but they're not, like, perky Ds. Like, I know people mm. that are just perky Ds, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: it's hard to keep a D perky. Well, now,
0: let me ask you, because what we didn't bring up is Ariel's also, like, in the fitness industry. Um, so she knows a lot about, whenever you have any, whenever I have any question, I about... I work out is, a lot. Yeah, I used to do work be a Pilates a
1: instructor. Right.
0: So, but you've been in the, in the industry. You know, though, what... What, like, the latest thing is and what you should be doing to target different areas of your body, which is very helpful for me. um, Yeah, because you
1: can reshape things. Yes. If you just work – if you strengthen the right muscles, it kind of shuffles things around.
0: Now, let me talk to you about this because uh, I just read this. And now I've always – like, I'm a creature of habit, and I've kept the same routine. And Ariel will tell you it's very hard to get Jody to the gym. And um, it's easier when I'm going with someone, but uh, almost every – Night when we lived in the same building, it would be one take a class with me tomorrow, and the majority of the time I would be like, No, um, or I would say yes, and then I was like, No, because you are like amazing, you have amazing discipline, and you work out and you reshape your body however you want it, and it looks amazing for me. I have noticed so I used to have the same routine like routine every single day. And I think a Uh lot of people out there do. You guys have the same routine. It's what you're comfortable with, even though everyone's like, you need to mix it up and keep it interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure the majority of the people out there are thinking the same way I think. You think differently, but I hate working out. And I know they're like, no, when you do it, you feel good. No, you know when it feels good? When it's over. I've never loved it, even when I was working out all the time. I I I don't like loathe it. While I'm in it, I'm like, okay, this is fine. I'm not like in pain or anything. I just, I hate it. Going to the gym, I don't like it. I wish somebody would work out my body while I was sleeping. I don't want it.
1: I don't. I like, I hate those people who are like, I can just get endorphins up. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, You, though, can. I don't, but I'm not. It's not like I'm sitting in the class, like working out and enjoying the workout. I'm like, when is this going to be fucking over? I look at the clock all the time. And I usually take classes because I like somebody else telling me what to do. I'll, I'll take classes where I know what the structure is going to be. Okay. So I. I, I know when it's going to be over, but I also know how effective everything is. And right. that's what you drives do. me.
0: It is good to be. It's good and bad to be in a class with Ariel because. Yeah, I'm that just, annoying
1: friend that I'll adjust my friend's form. Yeah, she,
0: she'll <laughs> walk over to me in the middle of the class and be like, you get down. I and mean, she's not the instructor. She'll just walk over and just like position me. I'm, I'm sure yeah. other people in the class would be like, can you do that yeah. to me? Uh, but she but you know what you're talking about, because like if I'm like, how do I lift my butt? You can tell me now. Here's the thing about getting older: when you get older, it's not so much about cardio; it's about muscle.
1: Yeah, you have to build muscle so that you keep everything from getting saggy. Yes, builds speeds up your metabolism, your bones. It is really if you're thinking health wise. I am thinking health
0: wise. I'm also thinking like I have really good legs, but my legs, even the muscles in my legs, like I have to. I used to never work out, used to never do any weight training on my legs because they get really muscular really fast. And now I am again because I'm losing that muscle. I'm losing the muscle in my arms and my legs like at a record speed. Like this year in particular for some reason. Uh, I haven't been working out as much as I would normally. But now instead of doing like I like to mix it up like I will like I will do yoga and or Pilates. But I have to do some weights now. Yeah. Because it's it's helping. That's what's that's what's helping my body the most. Uh huh. So, I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people, I think people just think, I just need to do cardio and I'll I lose hate weight. Cardio, You do hate cardio.
1: I hate it. Yeah. It's boring. Mm-hmm. It's repetitive motion. And you
0: can get, like, amazing results from doing other things yeah. other than cardio. I don't do
1: cardio really at all. I know. And she's, like,
0: ripped people. Yeah.
1: Well, but it's also because, like, I work out, I mean, I'm very strategic. I do intermittent fasting. Yeah.
0: Explain that to everybody what that is because... It's, it's pretty amazing.
1: I lost 25 pounds doing this. Yeah. And so... Um, and she was never fat to begin with, and she, her body's, like, ripped. Thank you. I mean, I was a little bigger. 25 pounds is pretty sick.
0: Yeah, but I never... I mean, you always had a great body.
1: It's one of those things now when I run into people, and they're like, you lost a lot of weight. <laughs> and You're I'm like, like all, right, all right, settle. Yeah, I lost 25 pounds. And then they'll be like, Wow. And then, they're, and then they try to imagine what I looked like 25 pounds yeah. ago. And I'm like, you're not going to – because I know how to dress to make myself look leaner. Yeah. Too. I mean, like we all do. We all yes. know our bodies and what's going to look best. But um, Except so, high-waisted jeans. Don't
0: fall for that trap, ladies.
1: How – that is one of the most flattering things in the world.
0: Please don't listen to that. Jody her.
1: and I have this ongoing thing. Also, you own a pair of high waisted uh, jeans. I and I hardly ever wear them because what a lot of women
0: suffer from and they think that high waisted jeans hides it, and I'm here to tell you it doesn't. Your friends are lying to you. Is that pooch, is that little pooch that's like below your belly button, above your vijay j. You're know talking that. about a fupa. I have a fupa.
1: You don't have a fupa. It's Listen. just honestly, it's mostly bad posture. People, it is, it really is. You develop a fupa because you are not engaging your abdominal muscles. You're, um, because who
0: wants to fucking engage their abdominal muscles all day long? It's exhausting. I want to slouch and I want to eat cake pots. Pops. Here's my, here's my, yes, let's hear it. Here's my proposal. Uh-huh. I feel like when you're born, they tell you, at this age, pick an age and whatever weight and body shape like you're at, at that age, if, if you can make it to that age and you and that's and that, whatever age it is, let's say 35 at age 35, whatever you are, that's the way you're going to be forever. That'd be great. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. I feel like I've actually... You don't have to work out anymore. I look better now than I did before.
0: Right. See, that's the thing. That's the tricky thing. You're going to have to pick the right age. Yes. I look better... Well, that's not true. I think my best... Was right after my mom died because I was so thin. Uh, oh, <laughs> you want to fucking? yeah, seriously? You guys want to lose weight? Just go through a breakup, a loss of anything. You know what I mean? It's great. Buy a house. I dropped a lot of pounds by the house. right
1: kind of depression. Yeah,
0: right. Just weight just falls the right, right brand off. Brand. exactly. Depression. You don't want the fat. Uh, no, 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 no. We don't want any of that. I just feel like it's just you know. Look, I'm not going to say I love getting older. But also what's the alternative? I right? <laughs> you know what I mean. But I want to I just I want to be able to like, you know, enjoy the things that I used to enjoy without having to wake up feeling sore the next day or yeah. throwing my back out uh-huh. or, you know, I want to eat the food
1: that I love without I got like heartburn having... for the first time.
0: See, we were yeah. just I was just talking about with a, about acid reflux and I suffer from it like, you know, I'm constantly yeah. popping shit. I've got to go to a gastro person. Yeah. And some days it's better. I thankfully I don't have heartburn because that is excruciating. Oh,
1: it was terrible. When did you just got it for the first time? Yeah, I just had it for the first time like 2 weeks ago. I couldn't e- sleep. I had no idea. Oh, it's idea really what bad, ate. yeah. I was like, whoa. and I kept waking up and drinking water and I had nothing and and water I look at the cat and I'm like, "What do I do?" And she's she's a cat. She's, she's, she's a kitten. She's, she's like, "I'm not an adult cat." She's like, "Yeah, she's like, yeah, an
0: adult cat would tell you yeah, what to do yeah. about heartburn. Everybody yeah. knows that. Kittens don't know it." No, kittens no.
1: are like, "I don't know what that I is. don't know
0: what it is." Just, uh, <laughs> where's
1: my cat dancer?
0: <laughs> Oh my god. Uh let's talk about Cat Island. You talked about uh, you guys you guys escaped to Turkey, you said earlier, and yeah. Turkey, Istanbul has a huge population of cats, I believe. Oh, that's right. Yes. Th- I mean, there's several Cat Islands people, in case you're wondering, these are just mm. islands, most of them are in Asia, that are just overrun by cats. Like when you come into the port, it is just it's like hundreds and hundreds of cats and they just they're there because they know people are gonna feed them when they get off the boats. And it's it's a dream for a cat
1: lover. It's a dream. Oh my god, I can't wait. For the guy out there who's vomiting
0: right now, you can go, go fuck cat yourself. Island. I know we are going to go to Cat Island.
1: I I don't mind the um, the the uh, what is it called um, the stigma of being a cat. Like I think it's idiotic. I think it's super. I know terrible. we all, we talked about like the whole thing with the dogs, but it's like, yeah, I love my cat. I know. Why why is that? Big fucking deal. Is it such a bad thing? It's a life form who gives me love. Right. My kitten has had more visitors yes. in the two weeks that I've had her than I've had in probably two years. That's yeah.
0: So seriously, if you guys want to improve your social life, get a fucking kitten. Get
1: a cat that people come visit you. No, kitten specifically. Kitten, yeah, no, yeah, a beautiful one too. You even get an ugly one. Well, I would probably you would, know, probably go you, see would an ugly one. you would be excited for an ugly kitten. I've never seen an ugly kitten. That's true. I mean, it's like impossible. What if she was a sphinx? No, I'd still take it. I mean, honestly, you guys, have you have have you ever held a sphinx cat? I no, mean, they're I know, cute, they're, but they're, they're, they're very greasy. I
0: know, but then they put a little sweater on them, and they're super cute. Here's the thing: when I've, you know, and you and I have talked about this a lot um, about careers, and they're, you know, we're in we're in the hardest industry. We're in the most difficult industry to be in, and. We chose to be in this industry. Mm-hmm. So there's no one to blame <laughs> except ourselves. Yeah. I used to wake up all the time thinking, God, I wish tomorrow I would wake up and not want to do this. Because it's the drive that just kept me in it. And if I didn't have that anymore, because I would, well, everyone I started with left the industry. And mm-hmm. I used to be very jealous of that because they left it without any, well, they said they had no regrets. Maybe they did. Maybe they don't. I think some of them did. And, and a lot of them did not. They went in a different in a different direction and they were really happy with that and I was very envious of that because I was like I wish I could do that and not have the regret of leaving this industry but I can't like there's nothing else I can do now having said that because of that I've done everything from bartending to delivering groceries to you know writing descriptions for you know a store a homeware store in New York to being a nanny to being a personal assistant I've done every job really you know Mm -hmm. and It's like we go through life cycles and I think, you know, it's I feel like in the age of social media, it's it's so much harder to even go through those like small little crises or the life cycles that, you know, what I mean, like when you have a bumps in the road or you're not doing as well as you thought you should have. Like, I mean, you're on social media a lot um, and you're really good at, at posting stuff. And, you know, I always turn to Ariel whenever I need like a caption or or, you know, how do I post this? I mean, for you, you know, how does this, like, affect you? Like, how, what do you notice? You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, you'll hit all the pop-up places and stuff like that. Like, like, and what is your opinion of the importance of staying up at the social media?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's... I realized this recently. hmm That people are always complaining about how millennials are not socialized because they use social media yeah. to communicate and whatnot. I've said that as well. Yeah. But... For somebody like me, I wish I was a little younger, and right. I wish I mm. was more at the social media age, because I'm an introvert, right? and I'm very shy in general, and so I can connect with people, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I can be myself. That's a really good point that you just said that about being an introvert,
0: because... So for me, even though I'm older than you, like, you, you know, are... You are a millennial. You are, an, as Eliza would say, an elder millennial. You're on the...
1: I could be. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know for sure. Well, that's right. I Ariel don't know how old I am. She doesn't
0: know her exact birth date because she's... She doesn't know where her birth certificate is, and they I've lied. Never seen it. She's never I've, seen it. And they I, had to lie about her age when they came to the states, so she doesn't even know. I don't know. I have three birthdays, which is expensive. People two I have to years. celebrate three. Birth- <laughs> <laughs> um, but isn't that great though? You can just decide whatever age you want. Uh, you want to be. Um, I know for sure how old I am, and I'm not telling you. But um, <laughs> anybody, anybody can just Google that information. But um, it is interesting that you said that because I think yes social media for someone who is shy or yeah. more of an introvert helps them i think and so i'm sure it definitely hurts them a little bit too or more than a little bit but for for you it definitely helps but for me someone who's always been an extrovert yeah i have a harder time with it yeah because not only that I'm older but because i don't want to communicate only solely through that I prefer to communicate in person, which is why I still call people, which you call people, too. Yeah, I call a few people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I still prefer to talk to people on the phone and to meet up with them. And then, of course, there are people that I'm like, I'm just going to text that person because I don't care. I don't want to see them again. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, it was harder for me to make that transition. Perfect example. And things happen and it's like I feel like. Us people that are, I'm Gen Y, uh, we should get a memo about this. Like, you know, I don't remember when it started, but like, remember when all of a sudden you're not allowed to leave a voicemail anymore? Oh, yeah. Like, like, you can't, you know what I mean? Like, I definitely still have my friends that still leave yeah, like, I a message. Yeah, like three or four. Yes, but yeah. then I remember somebody being like, did you leave me a voice message? I'm like, Yeah. And she's like, uh, no, nobody does that anymore. Like, you just call and then you hang up when you get their voicemail. Yeah. So now I do that with certain people that I know they do it because I don't want to seem like a square. Um, but then there are other people that I know if I don't leave a message, they'll get upset. Like, well, you didn't leave a oh, message. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like, he, I have it's a like a fi- very upset. It's like a fine line between that. And then I have like my dad who still has a landline. So it's like, there's just all <laughs> these different generations. Like, yeah, my dad and I were just talking about him, like, dad, you can get rid of your landline. He's like, oh, no because we have Wi Fi. I'm like, they're totally separate. You can completely, <laughs> you can up. He's like, well, Aww. no, I got to get my. Computer and a ho- I'm like, yeah, oh, you don't need a land modem. Line. Like, he's, uh, he's not on AOL, thank God. But I mean, you know, it's it's interesting though that you brought that up because that is a really good way to look at it. And I never looked at it before about why I can't. Yeah, that's probably why you don't like it as much as I do. Right. I mean, also I'm older too, so it's like exhausting. I think people forget how much work people my age and older did before social media so by the time social media came out especially in this industry i was already exhausted i already spent my 20s like in the city walking from casting office to casting office sending out my pictures and resume you know what i mean like that's how i would get people to shows sending out flyers making stuff like Like i already did all of that when i had all the energy so by the time social yeah. media came out everyone's like you have to be posting every five seconds what are you doing what are you eating what are you shitting what are you like i was like exhausted i was already exhausted from doing that
1: I I can understand that. When I was, like, 18, 19, I tried acting. And then I stopped for a while and came back and started doing stand-up. But, like, I used to go on all these stupid castings and right. running around. You couldn't do a self-tape back then. You no. had to, like, go into some fucking cattle calls. Headshot and resume. A bunch of go- head, like, get your resume printed. Mm-hmm. T- you know, King staple goes. it to the back here. Get it like cut. Whatever. It was a lot. And if you and, didn't
0: have the staple in the oh, right place, people oh my god, were people pissed. get it weird had to be with you. Staple yeah. in the center. People, no, fucking. don't do,
1: don't do four staples. It's an insult. <laughs> like, it is. They would get so, and, and then, and then you show up, and it's like everyone looks like you, and then like everyone's kind of a cunt to each other, but fake nice. And then you go in, and there's like, it was, I mean, it was tedious, but. That part of why I love social media is that I can, I've gotten jobs through my yes. social media. I've gotten a lot of work through it. I have connections with people I've never met. Right. Even like, I mean, I think that part of why you do comedy is because you have this pain and you kind of, you want to make it something better. And there are other people who have that same pain and, and it gives them some relief. And I've had people, you know, I post about how I don't talk to my family right. and things like that. And and I've had a lot of people reach out to me and tell me that, you know, they have similar right. issues and and, I, and it helps them to see somebody else doing it. And so I like that. Yes. Yeah, social media
0: has a, is a weird thing because it makes you feel not alone and completely alone at the yes. exact same time. Yes. It's very, very strange. You feel like they're, you're in a community and you're surrounded by other people that... Can relate to you. So you're not alone in that respect. But then the second you get off your phone or any other mobile device, then you're alone. Then you're completely fucking alone. And that's why it's there are so many people out there that don't have like I joke around, I joke about it that I have so many BFFs, but I do have a really a lot of close friends in my life. Yeah, you do. And a lot of long term. A lot of long, yes. If you're my, if, if we become friends for the most part, that is it. I'm very set in my ways. I'm uh, loyal and, and you're stuck with me. And that's just where it like doesn't matter what we go through. I never look at it like it's interesting because I have I've had a lot of negative experiences with men. And, you know, there's a part of me that thinks, well, they're not going to stick around. But I never have that experience with my friends like, even if we get into fights or we don't share the same beliefs about something or we disagree about something, for the most part, I never think, oh, I'm not going to talk to that person again. Like, we're just going to figure it out. But w- but if it, it was somebody that I was dating, I'd be like, well, that's it. I immediately go to, well, I'm never going to talk to that person again or, you know, he's yeah. never going to call me again. Uh-huh. It's very weird. And I'm, I'm very aware of it and trying to carry that over. You know what I mean? The yeah. same kind of attitude. Because I just am like, well, these are... You know, your friendships are the most important relationships to me. So whoever you're going to end up with romantically, hopefully you're also going to have that amazing friendship with them. So I just, you know, I just hope that, you know, I find somebody that that I do connect with on that level because everybody else seems to it's usually about sex. <laughs> Sorry, Dad.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dating is
0: hard. <laughs> dating is hard. Dating is hard. And this is the dating is hard portion of Don't I mean, Call Me Ma'am.
1: <laughs> I went on two dates this week, That's which right. is like a so lot for me. I didn't
0: talk to you because last night you had a date. So well, this is the perfect time
1: to tell me about your date. Um, well, I'll start with the first one. I had met this guy before. I hope he's not listening to this because I posted about. OK, wait, I'll go back. First, I'll say I met this guy. We I knew him and he said, let's go get a drink. Right, I met him out. Like he has some thing that I went to, and anyway, like a it's po- very yes. Let's just be. Let's just be kind vague. of vague about it. There's yeah, <laughs> a thing he's a that a she human went being. to. He mm-hmm. breathes oxygen. Yes. Uh, so we go, we sit down, and we were talking about something. I don't remember what it was. Something in the news. Like I think it was the day that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Right. And I've been completely obsessed. You have with been this obsessed. Thing. Yes. Like it's such a fascinating, gross, terrible. There was supposed to be a documentary about it. The documentary maker said that it was too disturbing to even move forward. With. Well, then another documentary like maker needs to step up yes, and finish that. Somebody thing. with a sick. There's nothing yeah. too disturbing.
0: If anybody watched Surviving R. Kelly, there's oh. nothing too disturbing about Epstein that we're not going to be like. We're, first of all, human beings gravitate Towards disturbing, that's so true. that's he. Only, he actually just gave it more promotion, like to say that it's too disturbing for him to finish. Now he has to, and we have to see it. We have to see it. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's too much. But so I mentioned and I said something about cheating, and he's like, oh, this is this is really uh quite the time for che- something like so, this is a very timely." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Right. Are you talking about cheating in the zeitgeist? Like what? Or are you talking about cheating personally?" He's like, per- "I'm like, are you fucking married?" And those are my exact words. He's like. Yeah, you didn't. I'm like, how the fuck? No. He said, Yeah, you didn't know. You didn't know, and he was wearing a a ring. But but he's European, right? I didn't know. I'm like, who would? Because Europeans wear their wedding ring on the
0: right hand. Yeah, I don't
1: know. It's like he was, you know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect somebody to withhold something so egregious and then go on a date. Like, how do you know that? I, and obviously I didn't. I was like, motherfucker, I'm not, I. this is not. That's like, also, by the way, the way, you why guys, did I put makeup on? Yes. You know? You
0: guys, we're communicating before the date. That's when he brings up the I'm married. Yeah. Now, yeah. And, and that's fine. And then you have a decision yeah, to make. Yeah, then I
1: can say, oh, well,
0: I'll pass. Yes, you exactly. Know? But now you're already, you've got makeup we put some makeup on, done makeup. your hair. I've already but, started my drink. Yeah, she's already in the middle of her drink. She's already taken a picture for the evening. Oh, like, yeah, you, I did, yeah. So,
1: and you're already there. Yeah. So, it's like Why well, would not? I? Like yeah. I'm like I I now I'm, like I'm like a captive I, audience. Cuz I of. yes, cuz like, I feel like some people
0: out there and this could be a man or a woman think that if they are already on the date, yes. they might then they'll just go yes. right through with it. Well,
1: you're already here. So, you know, Yeah, like I've already bamboozled you. Right. So, let's It's very fuck. much of a bamboozling. It's good. Work. Word. Yeah. My favorite aerial word, though, is uh, charlatan. Charlatan's a great word. Really great. In L.A., you meet so many
0: charlatans. it's the perfect word for them. They really Far- are. Yeah. And hot fluenza is another oh, yeah. aerial original.
1: Hot Explain fluenza. to everyone
0: what hot fluenza is.
1: Hot fluenza is when you are somebody who's been attractive most of your life, and so people keep indulging you. So you think... That you're smarter, more intelligent, more capable, more likable, much more lovely than you truly are. And this is a very – you see it in, this is why they say women aren't funny. This, it's hot fluenza. You see these hot women who – like I, I, I know a lot of female comics. One I can think of in particular who is like the queen of hot fluenza. I've only ever seen her bomb. Well, also, I mean, in every aspect, if you're
0: looking at hofluenza, I think it's just attractive people, male or female, yeah. that feel they're entitled to something because they're attractive, because they've probably received a lot of attention and a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And they, too, suffer from hopluenza. And I know, I'm not sure if you can take something for it. Or you just need like a hard, cold dose of...
1: You need a dose of aging and reality for hot fluenza. That's going to happen. Yeah.
0: For sure.
1: All these people at some point are going to wake up and realize To address that
0: point before we move on to date number two, um, Uh the reason I believe that people say women aren't funny... Is because there's just less of us. It's it's exactly what it is. there are less of us. If you go to a show and there are ten comics on the show, and seven of them are men, and three of them are women, and two of the women are not very funny, and one woman is amazing, but you look at the guys, and four of the guys are okay, three were you're still Mm -hmm. just going to walk out of there, and you're going to say men are funny. It's just the it's always the numbers. Yeah, and that's why you just don't see as many. So. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, that girl, she only talks about, you know, her period. I'm like, well, I can name you five guys that just talk about their dicks and sending it's dick true. tricks and doing it. Like, it's, it's true. Just, so try not to just jump to that women aren't funny thing, right. people out there listening. You know what I mean? Just whenever you go see a comedy show, just assume everybody's on that show for a reason. Of course, you're going to see both, you know horrible men and female trying to tell jokes but you know what honestly though give them props for getting up there because they're doing something that the majority of you could not do but having said that yes a lot of people suffer from hot
1: fluenza in every aspect in every of their aspect life. Yes, there's so absolutely. many people who just it's, it just think that they're so much more right. special than they are and not to say that you know I, I'm not trying to knock people down but it's you I mean I, I only say comedy because it's what we do but you right, know yeah. you get off stage you think about your set Right. What hit? Which joke? What would I refine? Right. Or you talk to other comics about tags. What, what can I add? You know, things like that. Somebody who has hot fluenza will get off stage and, and say, I killed, and then go have a drink. And not, like, this is a job. I see it as a job. Well, your it's Anna, show I mean, business. It is, yes. Right. I mean, it's like they're paying you to go do your set. You should work to make it better. Absolutely. And I mean, I believe in... You know, that everyone should always be working to improve themselves. I agree with that. Otherwise, too. like, there's nothing worse to me than somebody who is, um, What's the word? Where you're comfortable. Uh, I can't even... My vocabulary. I haven't slept very much the last couple of days. What do you mean, like, comfortable? Like, they're just... They're content? Uh, complacent. 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 Yes. Complacency, to me, is one of the most unattractive qualities in right. a human being. Also, that's, I think, what ages you, complacency. Absolutely.
0: I can say this, though. Let me bring this up. It's not even so much complacency. It is, like... I remember I did a show... Uh, somewhere in New Mexico. This is not a dig at New Mexico. It's just where I was at. (laughs) And it was at a a college, and then we went out to a local bar. It wasn't even a college bar. We went out to a local bar, and I was immediately hit with a lot of judgment. Sorry, uh, but I walked in, and it was karaoke night, and I witnessed acid wash jean on top of acid wash jean. So I'm talking about a full acid wash jean outfit. On men and women, like you know, vest and jeans, or just kind of lungs, of lungs. I mean, it is a little bit because I'm an '80s girl. I love. But these I have were acid like these. Ginger. I know, and it made it's making a comeback. But back then, it wasn't it wasn't trendy again. But it was also just like these people were definitely, I think, in their 40s. It was karaoke night. It was a Thursday, which meant these people, you know, coming from the bar world. I know that Thursday is always the start of the weekend, so it's a busy night. These people were there to do karaoke and drink shots of Jaeger and canned beer, but like the tall boys, like full on fucking Budweiser and Jägermeister. You're welcome for the free shout out, guys. Um, but they were like <laughs> doing, you know, Yega blasters where you drop, you know, your Yega. Oh, your like your a Jäga- hockey bomb. Yes, but this with Jägermeister into right. a beer and you slam it. And these people were like, they were like, you know, they work and live, they work all week and they live for the weekends. Yeah. This was the start of their weekend. They were singing karaoke. And I just sat there You know, they had crimped hair. It was the whole getup, everything. How long ago was this? Six years ago. Six, six years ago. And I remember sitting there with another comic from L.A. And I was looking at everyone and kind of like, oh, my God, this is a sad existence. And then I thought, like, what? These people looked like... The happiest people I've ever seen. Because uh-huh. in Los Angeles, you can walk around and just see the most unhappy people, <laughs> like, unhappy, just, like just like just just uh, just so even successful people yeah, that are just unhappy, fucking successful oh successful people, people. Yeah. yes I mean just people that are just so unhappy with their lives and these people, they, this was it they were so happy probably about every aspect of their life they were really happy and I thought it's because they don't know, they don't know you know how yes. people say ignorance yes you know what I mean is bliss I swear to God that's what it is like we unfortunately we're like oh, I'm gonna strive for more. This is going to come across so horrible, but that's, I just mean it in a way like, I was envious of them. I was like, fuck, I wish I, how nice to
1: just be happy. Just be happy.
0: But you've watched documentaries. Happiness is one of them. It doesn't have anything to do, happiness doesn't have anything to do with, a very small percentage, actually, of what you've acquired, like what you acquire, how much money you make. It's really, if you look at that pie chart, the happiness pie chart, it is, a lot of it is what you've been born with. You're predispositioned. And a very small Part of it is, like, you know, how much, you, like, I think, what, what is the study? Like, after, I don't know, $65,000 a year, like, it doesn't mean that you're more happy than anyone who makes, like, you know,
1: $150,000.
0: No, it's way less. It is literally, like, $65,000 a year. Like, look at, we'd have to Google it, but okay. there's something like that. So, as long as you can pay your bills and feed you and your family... Like that's where the happiness cap is.
1: Do you okay. know what I mean? and then uh-huh.
0: anything after that doesn't guarantee you any more. Right. Yeah. Like level of happiness. I could see that. Yeah. And a lot of people that make a lot more are miserable, and they self sabotage their lives, or they do whatever. I'm not saying that's for everyone, but it's interesting because I was watching those people at the karaoke night, and there was a part of me that's like, I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't want more. <laughs> I wish I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, lo- I wish. I think about I that wish, all the yeah, time. Yeah. I wish that that. I wish I could. I mean, it goes back to what I said about just what you know. I wish. I used to wish that I could sort of give up this industry. I'm so glad I did not, having said that. But, I mean, it is one of those things where, yeah, ignorance is bliss. And I really wish I still had that childlike optimism where I believed everything is possible because you go out there. Like, those people probably just, you know, wanted to make a living so they can feed them and their family and that's it. Yeah. Actually, you know what I mean? Other than that, they're fucking just saving to go to Disneyland. Like that's it. But I feel like that's yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's a great vacation for them. There's nothing wrong with Disneyland, no.
1: but that's what they're thinking. You know, maybe one day Europe. I don't know, but like for the most part, that's what they were yeah, having. And for. they're happy like talking about dancing with the stars at the water cooler or right. whatever it is. It's like but and and I I look at my friends and people who are normal and live normal existences, like friends I went to high school with. Right. They're all married and they have kids and, like, I have a couple friends who are housewives and I cannot fathom that. It's – and and I look at them and I'm like, oh, no. This is – I think it's something that you do also when you live, like, a more alternative lifestyle like we do that you look at other people and you're um, – looking for their unhappiness.
0: Well, yeah, of course. You I mean, know, th-
1: it's, so that it's like... Well, uh, we're
0: surrounded uh, uh, by yeah. fake happiness right. on social media all day yes. like, Even though we know it's fake, we still buy into it, and we're like, this person... Like, we want to we're looking at all of those amazing posts about how amazing their lives are going, and you are like, secretly, like, hoping, like, the next post is going to be, like, things just took a turn, right? <laughs> <laughs> So that we can be like, oh, my God, I'm here for you. Because all the way up until that um, moment, you were like, go fuck yourself, go fuck your heart, heart, heart. Good for you. Congrats. Yay. You're just waiting for that one, like, it's, it's been, been a rough day. Bond. And then you're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for you. Um, but, I mean, it's, and I feel like it's human nature. It doesn't make you a bad person because you have those bad thoughts. I mean, bad action's can make you a bad person. But, I mean, I think we all, like, suffer with the exact same bad thoughts.
1: Well, I think that's the thing with or social media. That, that That's one of the problems, is that people look at social media and they compare themselves with other mm-hmm. people. And I think that you have to accept that most of what is on it is um, staged. It's uh, a staged reality. Absolutely. I ask you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> because every time I see you, I'm like, you kill it every time. You're just out all over yeah, the place. that's and a then, people thing. And I'm like, nope, I spend most nights crying on my couch. <laughs> like that's it's my you know my reality is not what you well although I try to show all the bad things and yes you're you know. super honest and like truthful yeah. about and I feel like that that's I'm I am hoping that
0: one day because I feel like, a lot of people slam social media for doing exactly what we're talking about. But then they also, you know, there's been a lot of greatness that's come out of that. People, You know what I mean? I'm hoping that it takes a turn a little bit and shows a little bit more of the vulnerability. Now, it doesn't mean you need to show, like, your genital warts. No. You don't have to cry. You know I mean? on your yeah, crying like, on camera, too. It's uh, like, okay, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But if you're talking about, like, you know, like, this is what I'm going through. And it's the same thing that you mentioned with comedy, which I talk about all the time with when I coach uh, comedians or when I used to teach my class is that yes when you brought up like comedians are on stage talking about stuff that, that the majority of the people can't talk about but can relate to so mm-hmm. even when I like when I lost my mom I knew that I would talk about my mom's death on stage or just having a dead parent and you know I knew that that would reach a lot of people because a lot of people out there, you know, spoiler alert, everybody dies. So (laughs) there's going to be, you know what I mean? Like everybody's affected by death in one way or the other. And I have the voice and a platform to do it and to talk about it. My... My experience, also when I was trying to get pregnant, when I was spending a year getting preg- trying to get pregnant, and I talk about it on stage and just the procedure and picking out a sperm donor and the reaction of people, I had so many people come up to me off stage. They were like, oh, my God, I did that. I did IUI. Oh I'm my doing God. IVF. Yeah. So many people I'm going through that. that. Yeah. They really struggled with that. I mean, as women, we were taught, like, you know, if you sit on a toilet bowl, you'll get pregnant. Um, but guess what? It is a fucking miracle, apparently, because trust me, I spent thousands of dollars proving those people wrong, (laughs) that it's not that easy uh, to get pregnant. Meanwhile, it's like, you wear four condoms. Well, guess what? You didn't fucking need to wear any guys in college who fucked Jody Miller. You could have just got raw dog that shit and just blown away, and I would have not gotten pregnant. So that's what it turns out to be. Again, sorry, Dad. So I have to keep saying that because my dad's already let me know that he's listened to the podcast, and he learned something new, quote-unquote, about me every day. And I took that as... He probably didn't need to know half of the stuff that I'm talking about. So, again, I apologize. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it is, is—it is like, you're right. I'm—I I, There are people on social media that definitely go in that route. But for the most part, we want to see what other people are doing and, and how amazing it looks and fantasize about doing that, too. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I like a little bit of that fantasy lifestyle that people, like, create. Because it's an interesting, I mean, I don't know, there's something inspirational a little bit about it, but also it's kind of like... Poking the holes can be fun, looking at a photo and trying to figure out what parts of it are photoshopped, you know? Yes,
0: it is. I don't do that because I just assume I'm like, if somebody's skin looks flawless, I'm like, it's definitely been photoshopped. Now for me, I'm still a filter person, but I don't really alter my look other than that. And I definitely have, by the way, I know I've brought this up before, but if you look on any celebrities' social media and they're like, you know, no makeup day, like, Please keep in mind that they've also had thousands of dollars of facials, lasers, Botox, fillers. So, yes, they might not actually have any product on their face. But trust me, their fucking face is full of product. Like inside is actually full of product. So don't like fall into that trap. And if they are really makeup free, also keep in mind that they're probably in their 20s. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. I, you know, I'm just saying... Just don't... It sets up unrealistic expectations. You know what I mean? If you really... I remember I was in Wilshire Beauty Supply. Shout Uh out to Wilshire. Uh, Oh, yeah. That's our spot. Erin and I, we love it. It's our spot. I was there, and this girl in her 30s, I was standing... I heard her... Ask a, one of the salespeople there, this older Russian woman, if she knew where the frownies were. For those of you who don't know, frownies are these oh little stickers that you They're put so on. Good. You put them, you know, in between your eyes and it gets rid of that 11 line and you sleep with them. Like and you it, sleep
1: with a piece of an envelope on your face. But, yeah, you and, you look and who doesn't like want that? Actor, but, 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 you But
0: know, I mean, fuck it. You know, between that and my mouth guard, you know, we're good to go. No wonder I'm single. <laughs> uh, no, I don't use frownies because I spend thousands of dollars on Botox. So this girl came over to me because I said, oh, they're right here. I was standing right next to them. And she walked over and she said, do you use them? I've never used them before. I go, no, I know people who do and they love it. And she goes, well, what do you use? You've got no wrinkles. I go, I use Botox and a lot of it. And then I saw this, <laughs> the the saleswoman came running over and she was like, I don't believe in Botox. I, that's a horrible Russian accent, I'm sorry. But she, she was getting very defensive. And I said, okay, that's fine. I go, but this girl just asked me, What I use and I'm telling her and I'm not telling her that she should use Botox. And I think frownies What does she think
1: you're trying to steal business from that? Well, they don't even
0: make a commission there. So I don't know why she thought that. But then the girl was like, well, I just noticed because I've been squinting a lot that I'm getting this line and I don't know if I'm ready for Botox yet. And I go, great, then you should probably use the frownies. I go, but if you are, if you want something that you don't have to, you know, if you want a solution where you don't have to stick something to your forehead every night. Botox lasts three to four months, and I'm super happy, and it gets rid of that line right away. And I did actually say to her, "I go honestly, I don't even see that line, but I understand if you want to do it preventatively, because I'm not going to like tell somebody to get it if yeah. they don't need it." And I wasn't even yeah, telling course. her; I was just letting her know what I use. And she uh, asked
1: you what you do. You right. said I use, and yeah. this,
0: and I. It was interesting because the saleswoman was just like, you know, but no, buy our products, make this store money with all of this stuff, and that's fine. I, I actually said I, I do use a lot of amazing, you know. Anti-wrinkle, anti-aging creams. You know, these are my favorite over here. Because this girl was now following me around, (laughs) because I'm easily 10 to 15 years older than her. Uh And she that like that's my point. If you see someone and you're like their skin looks great, or hopefully it's a friend because hopefully they'll be honest with you. But you can ask them. That's I would not turn to social media and buy and believe everything that you see. Uh, I I know I'm I'm saying something that you guys already know. But I think we forget it's like selective memory because you'll still see a picture and be like, I got to get this cream because this influencer is like pushing it hard. And it they might be using that cream and it might be improving their skin, but they might also be getting syringes of filler and Botox injected in their face, too. So, oh, yeah. So just keep that, keep that in mind when you're looking at it, thinking I have to look like this person. And by the way, you don't have to look like anyone but yourself. So that's my inspirational same for the day. I like it. I mean... Look like yourself. Or your cat. Look like yourself or your cat. And by the way, I do resemble my cat.
1: Yeah, you guys are the same coloring. Same coloring. Sure. Same, same eyes. eyes. hmm yeah, that's how we but know he that always I birthed looks him. angry, and you don't. I don't. Well,
0: I mean, you know, they're not gonna be exactly the same. Children are never exactly the same. With the parents. That's true.
1: That's true.
0: I mean, your baby has a flat face. So she's a beautiful flat. She's face. a beautiful, but you don't have a flat face. I have a very
1: not flat face. <laughs> yeah, that would be very I unfortunate. I have a very Jewish nose. No, you do not. I do. I mean, it's. Like I got it done when I was so young, but it grew back. But noses keep growing, people. More like don't get a nose job when you're 15. Here's a tip. <laughs> Here's a life tip. Don't get a nose job when you're 15. Oh wait, let me finish my date. Oh yeah, Cause second date. Because no, the, well the first one because so then I was like, what the fuck are you? Why are you wasting? You know, and then so we have our drink and we leave, and then I'd walked over there. Right. And it was a little late. He's like, "Do you want me to walk you home?" I was like, "No, definitely not. Like, I'm gonna chance it." And also, I'm gonna chance it. <laughs> I was hungry, and on mm-hmm. my walk back, subway was still open, so I go into subway and I get something, and then I walk out, and this guy is like hitting on me, and I and it, like gross, like where I'm like, "Oh, this." So is it's like be-. a double date. Yeah, basically, tonight. it was like, like it was guys. like I, c- yeah. I can't get enough of these undesirables, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck off," which maybe I shouldn't have said that. Cause he was like he wasn't like he wasn't hinting on me in a respect he was like yeah bitch. you know whatever it was that he was saying because right. I was kind of like not paying attention you know right. I was I just wanted my sub so I could go home and yeah and hate like in my hate. head like like complain about this guy to my friends and then and so then this guy's like now following me hmm. which. That's what I get for not letting the married guy follow me back. But I was like, I've had enough of you. I don't care anymore. Like what you have to say. Yeah. You, you bamboozled me. Yes. And so I'm terrified. And I'm like, what do I do? I live stream him following me until because I'm like, what you know? If he's gonna kill me, i will have least, a lot of witnesses. At least I'll have witnesses. People will know what he looks like. Yeah. You know. And maybe this will scare him from into not doing this. Right. So he gets in the thing, he gets, he gets, he follows me for a couple blocks and then he leaves. And I go home and I'm like posting on my social media, I post like a story about how, oh, I went on a terrible date and, and then I got a stalker following me home, but I get to come home and my cat, whatever. I didn't realize that this guy was following me. Yeah. Actually, he Doesn't. wasn't even following oh, was me. On, he wasn't following me on Instagram, oh. but he went to my Instagram oh, shit. And viewed my stories and then replied to, and I'm like, "Ew, you know." What did he say? What was his reply? Glad you got home okay. I'm like,
0: it's so he just obviously a- saw that you said I was on a terrible date. Yeah,
1: he saw that I was. I well, said fuck I was him. He's married. There's That's, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's like, 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 like I was, It's like this is not. It's not a question of if it was a terrible date. Right. Like, well, you, he wouldn't be cannot... able to comment on. I mean, the fact that he even said, "Thank God you got home
0: safe." Like, so what if his wife looked time. at yeah. that? You know what I mean? Like, so wait, date number two.
1: Uh date number 2 was like with somebody in the industry. Right. Um it was fine. It was dinner. It was like I like him a lot as a person, but right. it doesn't need to be anything more. Okay, fair. Sure. Yeah. It was just kind of like uh I think it's hard to meet someone you really like. And it's hard to do uh, like, it
0: online on an app because there's a lot of people I've passed on that I know if I met in person, yeah, maybe there'd be, be a different, different connection. Different. But you can't tell. It's so hard because there's a lot of guys that I've matched with that I was like, oh, God, this guy's like, yes, my guy. And then I go out with him. Oh, so like, cool. no. I would never, if I had met him in person, I wouldn't have ag-
1: agreed to go out with him. Maybe we should go speed dating. I think that, that it's like, I feel like it's making a comeback. I think, well, com- I think it's like, like now it's I, not for like hobbits.
0: I should hold a speed dating event buy my pool right think that was a good idea yeah why not all right. I don't know where, I where think... these people are going to come from no I don't, oh my I don't God, know be I want people in my house by yeah, the way no, I'm putting it out there I'm, I, I'm giving away a uh, armoire today oh yeah but I got him off of um, Facebook marketplace that's safe right yeah. Okay. Good. That's why I went through Craigslist and then I second guessed it. So I mean, I'm sure well, you're Craigslist giving it, is fine. it away. Someone's
1: just gonna come take That's
0: it. That's the whatever was left in my house. Remember, I was like, I'm gonna uh, post this and say giveaway for free. So I do this thing now because I live alone. I'm not telling you guys where I live, but like where I'll text my friends and I'm like, you know, like these guys are picking up trash. I'm oh like, yeah. I'm like, I have an appointment with this guy that could kill me. So uh-huh. if you don't, if I don't text you in an hour, like you know, call the cops. So uh, I'm just telling you now. Everyone, you guys, this is going to be too late. I'm either already going to be dead or I'm going to be fine when you hear this. But Ariel, you'll know today if he takes the amour in okay. my life. I'll be, I'll be on call. Okay, good. Uh, just talking about, like, that just made me think of it. Just dating and you never know where you're going to get and just online dating. I haven't been on a date in a really long time.
1: I I mean those were the first couple dates I've been on and and I, I think I've been on maybe 3 proper dates this year.
0: I haven't been on any proper dates this year. So you've got me beat by 3.
1: Well, they're not great dates. It's not like like I I think to me a great date is where you just want yeah, to but still prolong feel, it.
0: Yes, but I still feel like you need to still get out there and keep dating because it's a law of averages.
1: Oh, you know, I know people say it's like Work. I think everyone has this whole thing where everyone's always trading dating tips. Like I met my guy on whatever. Right. And then every girl is like, oh, let me get on. You know, I don't think that that's how it works. And I think that when you do that, like I, I mean, I know personally when I go on these apps and I swipe, I get really disappointed in what's out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then and then I go on these dates and I'm like, even beforehand, I tell myself. I'm just going to go have a drink with another human being. That's all it is. Yeah, have a good I'm conversation. I'm not going like, to put any expectations right. on it. And then if we like each other, great. Actually, no, I did go on one good date this year. But I never saw him again. And it was also one of those things right. where, where I think we were – both kind of like, this was fun, but we don't need to repeat it. Right. Like, I got him stoned for the first time in his life, and then we went to a strip club. It was hilarious. Now, that's a good first date, people. That was a good first. I, like, took him to a dispensary. We went to dinner at a nice place in Beverly Hills, and then he's like, I've never smoked weed before. I was like, well, that's gonna change. (laughs) And then we go. It was late, so I had to find a dispensary that was open, so we, like, Uber over to this dispensary that's, like, there's, like, people outside doing who knows what. Oh. And then we go in, and it's, like, totally run down. And then to the guy, I'm like, the bud tender. I'm like, it's his first time. Can you believe it? And then they're like, oh, let's give him a dab. Do you know what a dab is? I don't know what it is. It's resin. You're smoking oh, resin. Oh, right. Okay, I've done So that it before. hits you, so I Which, made him that's do not a dab. What, that's not what you give somebody who's never smoked before. Oh, my God. And with that. I made him take edibles. My God, this poor guy. Oh, is, no. Did he even make it home? Is he alive? He was, like, so excited.
0: Was he? Because yes. I would be, like, I would be sick. I would definitely get sick. I
1: mean, how adventurous to, like, get stoned with a girl you've just met.
0: No, that's adventurous. Which but, like, taking an edible an and the e- resin
1: is, like, a gross It was amount. a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. But then I was like, okay, don't Did you also take much. his virginity? In many ways, I <laughs> did. Yeah, in many ways. All right. Wow. God. All right. So we have to wrap it up. Tell people where they can find you. I'm mostly on Instagram. Ariel's not a mermaid. She's not. Not a mermaid. (laughs) Although my Twitter is Iranian mermaid. So she's a mermaid. I don't know. I have many identity crises. She's really going. I don't know my age. I don't know. You know what species species you are. I am. I don't know if I'm a cat or a mermaid. But you're fluid.
0: Yeah. You're a feline mermaid. I'm
1: a feline mermaid. (laughs) I support that. I think that. we have a Halloween costume. Oh my God. We should totally sew one together. Oh.
0: You were Prince one year. That was my favorite. That was such a good costume. I was uh, the ghost of Prince. That, that's right. You were the ghost of Prince. You had wings and everything. Mm-hmm. She looked really good. Strangely good with a mustache. Thank you. Like a very thin I mustache. I just grew it out. I it was mean, really easy. <laughs> she didn't and have to do anything. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was really, really fucking impressive. Thank you. Um all right, guys, thanks for listening. New episodes come out every Sunday. My name is Jody Miller, and this is Don't Call Me Ma'am. Don't fucking call me ma'am.
1: This has been a Global Story Network production.